What's going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Mega Gone Free over Zoom video. If you spent any amount of time on TikTok, you have definitely seen Mega Gone Free. They have amassed like nearly 5 million followers on the platform, 77 plus million likes, and millions and millions of shares and comments as well. We had a chance to talk with Mega about their music career. Mega has always been a singer since they were young. Mega picked up the ukulele at 16 years old, and that's the instrument still used today for all of uh, Mega's covers that, that are up on TikTok. But Mega didn't start writing songs until they joined an after-school program for singers and lyricists and rappers and poets and spoken word where you would go and share your written art with, with a group of people. Mega talks about the success on TikTok, the latest songs they put out, Control, Delete, and Thermostat. And Mega tells us all about being chosen as one of the creators for the Black TikTok Trailblazers list, which is only a handful of people were chosen for this. We hear about having the billboard in downtown LA and just all the amazing things Mega gets to do for the TikTok Trailblazers and how that's amplifying the voices of the Black music creators on TikTok. You can watch the interview with Mega and myself on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on either Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, iHeart, wherever you are receiving your podcasts, it'd be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. That'd be amazing. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Mega Gone Free. Well, this is about you and your journey in music. And I want to talk to you about uh, all your new music coming out and how you got to where you are now. Of course. Sweet. Uh, I did read from, are you from Baltimore area? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about growing up there. Um, well, I didn't grow up in the prettiest uh, part of Baltimore, um, but I, I had a pretty good experience. I feel like there are a lot of um, misinterpretations of Baltimore City, but uh, I would say I was pretty um, lucky in my upbringing. It was, I mean, it was pretty nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you come from a musical household at all? Uh, no, I did not, actually. I grew up pretty normal. I just, I was pretty smart um for the like area that I grew up in so I was lucky in that aspect I had a lot of I had um really great parents a really mm-hmm. great mom um who really guided me through that city um but yeah <laughs> Sorry. no 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 worries okay well so she, mom was a, yeah obviously a good guidance for you in that in that aspect but like how like what about singing and stuff you have a, an amazing voice was that something uh, yeah. you realized early on yeah so i've actually been singing like my whole life really um from as early as i can remember i've just always had a naturally like good singing voice and um 
I'd always participate in like participate in like extracurricular activities in school, like the class plays. Or when I was in high school, I uh, joined a club called the Phonetic Lyricist Club, where which is where I discovered my love for songwriting. So, okay, so you would what write write song lyrics in this in this club or class? Wow. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a club. It was an after school club. It was called the Philatelic Lyricists. The point of the club was for like students to come and have a, uh, a safe space to just like share their verbal arts. They had you could do spark, spoken word. There was they had rappers there, and it was really where I um, developed the love for songwriting because it helped me get through uh, my emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. That's an interesting and a rad class to have at, at high school. I mean, to to be able to go after school and really share what you because a lot of people will write stuff down or write lyrics down or poems down and never share them with anyone, right? I mean, to have yes. a safe space to go there and actually show the work that you've been doing and what you've been working on. That's yeah. pretty impressive. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful. I want to um actually go back to my high school soon and visit and see what everybody's up to <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool right you come yeah. back you're like look at that well you know you've achieved so much especially on online i mean it's your your tiktok account even your i mean instagram all that stuff is in, in amazing you're doing such incredible things thank you thank yeah you so <laughs> was it hard like showing up to those you know after school that 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 club that you're in was it difficult the first few times you went in there to to open up and show what you had been working on i would imagine that being pretty scary <laughs> yeah definitely i i used to songwrite all the time and my songs were just they were not it but i mean i was it was, well, who comes out the gate with a hit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like, but I was still, um, I became president of the club. Everybody loved me there. I feel like there is a certain level of authenticity in uh, what I created, which uh, drew people in, even though it wasn't the best writing itself. People heard me in it. So, yeah. Did you go up and sing what you had written down or was it just like kind of like presenting poems or, or lyrics that way? No, I would, I would go up there, ukulele in hand. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And, and sing for everybody. Um, The club would actually hold a concert every year um, in the auditorium for everybody to just go up and, you know, display for the school what we had been working on. Was it something that happened during school? So like your whole peer group was where watching you? Uh, no, it was an after school event. It was something you had to like buy tickets for. And wow. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, cool, cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> when did you learn? Obviously you play ukulele and that's something that you play quite often on your, in your videos and on your stuff. Uh, when did you learn how to play that? And was that the first instrument you learned how to play? Yes, that was the first instrument I learned how to play. I learned to play the ukulele when I was like, 16 15 or 16 i picked it up because a lot of indie artists at the time that was the instrument everybody was using and still is and um, (laughs) and uh, it was it's a pretty easy instrument to pick up and those were the only two things i was worried about so (laughs) two and two came together and yeah like 
Yeah, I mean, in a sense of like learning how to play it or like mm-hmm. in weight, because it is a light, it is easy to pick up that way and perform and walk <laughs> yeah. around with, but like, yeah. or was it like the four strings that was kind of like, okay, I think this will be a little easier than a guitar. And, and yeah. what, and how did that, yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um, I was just saying, yeah, uh, in ter- I mean, in terms of like learning to play the instrument. Right, right. And did you, was it like uh, self-taught or how did you learn? I'm self-taught, yeah. Like YouTube mm-hmm. or something that you go on and look and watch it? Yeah, yeah okay. Well, I am an E-Y-I person. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And with the, with the ukulele, what what drew you to that aside from, or was it just the fact that a lot of indie artists at the time were using it and you like the sound of it? Yeah, it, it, I wish there was a more dynamic story <laughs> mm-hmm. why I, I decided to pick up this specifically the ukulele, but it was really just um, that at first I wanted to pick up the saxophone. Really? But yeah. I, I tried picking up the violin, Okay. but the ukulele is uh, really what stuck. So it's yeah. Did you ever pursue the saxophone at all, or was it just like, oh, that'd be cool to play this? And then, I did not. I okay. wish I did. There's always time. There's always time yeah, to go back of, and learn. Of course. <laughs> of course. Wow. Okay. So you you get the ukulele or you start playing it at 16. Is that when you started to really form full songs and, mm-hmm. and really be able yeah. to write? Okay. And prior yeah. to that, just writing what melodies and lyrics. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I didn't really hear the last Oh, I part. just said, uh, prior to learning ukulele, you said you've been writing songs for a while. So before that, were you just writing ly- lyrics and kind of melodies? Well, I kind of picked up before I started with the ukulele. Mm-hmm. So I, I picked up the ukulele. I, I would like learn, I would do covers of songs. And then I went on to, uh, join Floetics and form myself as an artist. Got it. What was what changed and what made you go from doing the covers to presenting your own songs? Um, I was a teenager and I had a lot of emotions. Okay. Just do. <laughs> and I, I just always loved music and it, I just naturally drifted towards songwriting and conveying what I had. I think it's so beautiful to convey what you have to say um, through music. So mm-hmm. I, I stuck my toe in it and just went from there. <laughs> it grew, huh? Yeah. It, it just, it grew gradually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and from like high school, did you, uh, what, what did you do after you, you know, had finished high school? So after high school, I actually took a break from music. I was going to go, to college, but uh, I college wasn't for me. So I had moved out on my own at 18, Baltimore City. I had managed to snag some student housing. So there you uh, go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I um, I walked dogs. I just had like normal uh, jobs, just trying to figure out uh, how to be an adult, mm-hmm. and eventually. Um, I started songwriting again because I like I was going through some stuff and I, I had remembered how music had comforted me uh, in high school. It was just naturally drawn back to it. Um, so, yeah. 
And then I, yeah, recorded some music. <laughs> okay. And from there, when you, was it, like, did you record it, uh, like, in, in, what, in what sense? Like, did you go to a studio and we're like, okay, I've got these songs now, I want to record them, I'm going to put them out. Like, how, or was it like, I'm going to go on to, because obviously you have a massive following as far as, like, your social media accounts go. And was that something that kind of came hand in hand with that, or did that come later? Uh, no, that came later. So okay. I, I had picked up, I had completely, like, dropped all music at one point. And then mm -hmm. I had picked up my ukulele again, and I started I had joined TikTok at this point, um, but just I was just using it casually like everybody else. Uh, I would post covers. There's some way, way back. If you go to like 2020, 2019, you'll see <laughs> since then I have been posting covers. Not as much as I do now, of course, but right. I've always loved it. And then I picked up songwriting again. And I went to the studio. Yeah, I have a studio that I go to, Brightway Studio, Baltimore City. Okay. A beautiful producer, Nathaniel Lozano. I still go to him to this day. But um, I went to the studio, and I recorded this song called UV Light, which is not up anymore, but I need to uh, re-upload it. And Control Delete, which is out. Mm -hmm. um, I started promoting UV Light on my, uh, on my TikTok. That's how I got my start. That's why I became a creator. Is, oh, from that, yeah, from is, that song? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. I credit... Okay, I won't say that. Before promoting UV Light, I had like a little POV phase on TikTok. But, uh, and that grew my account significantly. I would say that got my account to like around uh, 80K. And then I started promoting UV Light. Um, and then my, from there, my account grew to about 130K. Um, that was a really nice experience promoting you be like, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's so, okay. So you, I'm sorry. What, what got you to 80K? I, I didn't quite catch what you said. So before, um, before I got to the point where I was just focused on music, I had, um, I would just post like regular casual content and there's like this subgenre on TikTok um, that are called like POVs okay. and people, people have been doing them since the, since TikTok first started. They're, they're very different now than the, uh, what they used to be. Um, but along with, cause I'm very, I love, along with music, I just love visual arts. And I'm always looking for ways to incorporate visual arts into my, my art as well. And that was another great way for me to just uh, express myself creatively was doing these POVs. People would like act out situations to certain sounds. And okay. um, that drew in a lot of uh, people to my account. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah. you started with those videos and then slowly integrated what your mm -hmm. own music or the covers? I slowly, sorry, I slowly. <laughs> I love how you I, just looked and then it stopped beeping. Like <laughs> you looked at the driver. Magic, magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started uh, promoting UV light next. Okay, okay. So you started promoting your your song next. Got it. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then 
from there, that's when the covers um, took off. That was like early January, 2021. I had stopped promoting UB Light and I had uh, pursued the covers completely. Cause with the covers, I like to say that it was like quite literally one of those like not overnight, overnight situations where I had posted a cover and it blew up. It got like 300,000 likes. Wow. Uh, Do you remember what cover it was? It was a cover of American Boy by Estelle and Kanye West. But okay. I subbed, I subbed the, um, the pronouns in the song. Um, I made them, they, they them pronouns so I could like mm-hmm. highlight the non-binary community. Sure. Um, and it, that was amazing. That one video, I still have great memories of just seeing just the whole community just just come into my comment section and just feel so validated and loved. That was amazing. Um, but uh, I was like, well, that worked out. Might as well do it again. Mm-hmm. So I posted another cover and the next one was Hayloft by Mother Mother. And I had gotten the same result, um, like the same amount of likes and everything. So from then on, I had just posting I kept posting covers uh, again and again every day, and it, it's got me to where I am now. I did that for a whole year, and I managed to curate an audience of almost five million followers. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. I mean, I would like it must have within a year, a year's time of to have nearly five million followers on there. Like, I, I mean, you must have been gaining. A, thousands upon thousands of followers every single day Mm -hmm. i i used to like uh when i first first started i used to like keep track of how many followers i gained a week and at one point uh for a while i gained like a hundred thousand followers a week that is insane yeah it was it was crazy it was like once i got on people's for you page people were like hold on now <laughs> and yeah, it was just—I'm just eternally grateful for it. Yeah, well, well, then when that starts happening, I mean, how, how does that change your life in in the everyday sense? Well, so when it first started happening, I um, was actually working as a manager at a nine to five, uh, this restaurant back home, mm-hmm. um, and I had recently quit my job before so my tiktoks had started blowing up but my career hadn't like got it yeah so but i quit the job because it sucked and (laughs) um i was going to pick up another job um and do tiktok too because my tiktok had grown to the point where i made a little bit of money off of it but it, it wasn't like my career like it wasn't like anything big yet Mm-hmm. So I was going to pick up another job, but while I was looking for another job, my career had grown to the point where I didn't need to look for one anymore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was really nice. I worked with a bunch of uh, beautiful people and yeah. Yeah. And well, like once that starts, to, I'm just curious because once that starts happening and, and like your, your followers are going up and like, you're getting all this traction are people like reaching out to you at this point, like, Hey, like, you know, uh, look, you got yeah. something going on here. Like well, let's work together. And then what does that look like? And how do you kind of pick and, you know, kind of sift through the noise of who's actually there to help you and who isn't? Of course. So I, oh my gosh, 
I remember when I put my business by uh, my business email in my uh, account bio for the first time. I used to love checking my business email every day. Um, it started with like smaller brands, um, but eventually, my as my account grew. I started like bringing in bigger people. Like I've worked with Procter and Gamble. I've worked with, um, I worked with Procter and Gamble pretty early on in my career. Wow. But yeah, I, I think they kind of caught on to what was going on before everybody else did. Cause mm-hmm. I worked with them around like March of last year. And I hadn't post, I hadn't started until January of that year. But, um, yeah, for the most part, people will reach out to me um, through my business email. Okay. Yeah. And, wow. And then, from there, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you just kept, yeah, your account kept growing. You're still putting up covers to this day mm-hmm. and still doing that. And yeah. you also have, are releasing, you know, your own music. Is that yes. something I want to, oh, I want to talk to you about. You said you're going to bring back UV light and you've put out Control Delete and Thermostat is the newest one. Mm-hmm. And is it like when you present those songs like on your TikTok or your fi- or Instagram account, do you feel like, like, is that something that like, obviously you gained reaction and traction with UV light, which then led to the covers. And then you come back and you're like, okay, here's another original song. Was that something you were worried about? Like shocking your fans or the new fans that you had generated? Yes. I had to come to the realization that, TikTok is a very unique app. And when it says for you page, it means for you page. It won't, it doesn't push, it pushes a certain type of content onto certain for you pages. So the the people who are fans of my covers are not always going to be the same people who are fans of my original music. So I still, I'm honestly still, um, I've gotten to the point where it's time to figure out the algorithm on um, my original music itself. But I feel as though those are like two different entities. But yeah, there was, I I used to be really worried about, um, I used to be worried about everything because it happened so quickly. I used to think it would like, it would just, one day I was just going to post and it was just going to like disappear. Cause it right. happened so fast. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had, to, I had to learn that wasn't the case with the original music. Yeah. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's just, I can imagine that being, yeah, difficult. Cause, but like you said, it is kind of split up, right? I mean, especially TikTok because TikTok, a lot of people are mainly focused on that for you page, aren't they? I mean, they're not really going over to the, their, who they're following and, Necess- I mean, I'm sure some people are, but it's what really matters is if you make it onto that for you page. But I guess, like you said, how the algorithm works, if you're doing covers and then you're not doing a cover, it might they might not throw you in front of the same mm-hmm. group of people that you usually would get put in front of. Of course. Yeah. 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 It's interesting how that algorithm works and trying to crack that code. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My When I first started, I used to be so. My like, I was like a fiend for trying to figure out the algorithm and and like figure out what worked and what didn't and why things didn't work. I still am. 
It's just I'm used to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to figure out. I have, of course, I have a better idea. I've been doing it for a while now, but I'm excited to figure out uh, the algorithm for um, some upcoming releases. And I've started to expand my content um, to things other than uh, like just me singing, like just some things to like show my personality. And I'm excited to implement new content for my new music. Okay. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting. Well, tell me about Thermostat. Was that a song that was, are the songs that are coming out, were those written recently enough? Or like how long have you been singing on those songs? So the songs that I'm planning to come out with, I'm actually in the process of writing them now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm planning on going in March back home to Maryland to record um, some stuff. And (laughs) (laughs) I want to have, I'm planning to uh, release a lead single because I'm planning on uh, uh, on doing like an entire project before Mm -hmm. the year is out. I want to start performing live shows in New York now. So it's a bit more accessible to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I... Yeah, that's the plan for right now. To okay. to go record some more songs and, and get some stuff out and, and and play some live shows. Yeah, I have a better idea. I've started expanding like the what am I trying to say? My audience. I've started mm-hmm. besides like people wanting to hear me sing. I've started um, posting things about. Uh, body positivity. I started posting uh, like more about myself, my insecurities, things I like, and I'm planning on implementing my new music into the new content that I have introduced my following to. Okay. Well, that must've been another difficult step to do to, to to be that vulnerable. Especially yeah. with five oh, million yeah. eyes on you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody's always like, oh, how, how do you, like, how do you do that? I, I've never, I never really thought about it. I, for me, it was, it was easy. I've always, with my music, I try to be as vulnerable as possible mm-hmm. um, because a large part of the reason that I uh, write music in the first place is because I want people to feel uh, validated and like they're not alone in things. Mm-hmm. So I, that was just natural for me. It was natural for me to just put myself out there for everybody. And I'm excited to do that even more. Okay. I'm excited <laughs> to see like what I, you have coming out. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I haven't done it enough. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to, you know, having obviously the, the presence you do on, on TikTok that obviously ter- turns into like a full-time gig, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you have to like yeah. keep up with what's going on. And is that a difficult thing to do? Like, I'm, do you have to like wake up? Like, what's an average day for you look like? You wake up, you're like, okay, I got to like figure out a video or I got to figure out what song I'm going to cover. And then do you have to learn the song? Like, how does, mm-hmm. like, what does that look like? So I will, usually I have like, time that I set aside to go on TikTok 
and consume as much as possible, see what's trending, see what's happening, see what songs are trending mm-hmm. um, that, um, that fit my niche, that don't fit my niche. Because I sing specific types of songs. Like I, 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 a bunch of, yeah, I sing, I sing what I see on the app. I, I like to sing things that I like. I like. I don't want to just push out just a bunch of music and everybody's confused. I, I want to keep people engaged. I want to keep people, um, I guess, in the same. Right. You don't want to steer too far out of what you've been doing. Like, you're not going to just yeah. go jump way over here just to do it. Right. Exactly. So I'll, I'll set aside time to go through the app and um, scroll through my For You page and see what's going on. As far as um creating covers um i'll do one of two things i'll either yeah i do have to sit down and like learn the song i'll i'll look up the chord progression i'll i'll figure out how i want to sing it mm-hmm. um like what what notes i want to hit um and i'll either um just like record it in front of the the camera or sometimes i'll pre-record things and um, put them out that way for the for the really intricate songs that I want to get just right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do that. Okay. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's, I, I'm just curious. Like it's so yeah, it's so yeah. cool that you've like you've created this this such a big fan base and like it, it the, the whole idea of TikTok TikTok fascinates me in the sense that yeah. it's like initially a like a it could be every it's a it's a, a level playing field for everybody in the sense that like i have just as much of a chance of landing on the for you page as anyone yes. else yes, and it just that. depends on what the content is that you're putting out if people are willing to engage with it or they're not and it's yes. all a matter of opinion and it's really i think such a cool thing and even going back to what i was saying earlier about like the for you page versus the following you page mm-hmm. i mean like a lot of people yeah. probably aren't on the followers page as much not. as they are on just trying to figure out what's on the for you page. Like what's, Oh, TikTok's already serving me all this cool stuff that I already like. So why am I going to go mess with it? Like, I'm just going right, to keep staying exactly. on here. Yep. I like to say that TikTok is the app for strangers to, to engage with each other. I feel like um, Instagram, Instagram is for, people that you know is for you to keep right. up with people that that uh, you're aware of but tiktok is the app for you to discover something new which sure. I think is a very which has aided me a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> in growing and everything so well, I think yeah. you're dead on with that because the only people's stuff you see on Instagram, m- minus maybe if you go to that explore page which is like yeah. not no one goes to because you have to uh uh you have to like mainly you know, go to the search and then do this or that. But yeah. um, you go, you go to like, you know, your regular page, you're seeing all the people that you're already following and you're engaging yeah, with stuff that you're already, yeah. you're already seeing. But yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. And I'm curious to see like, okay. So tell me about this TikTok trailblazers list that you're on. Oh yeah. TikTok reached out to me um, to be a part of the TikTok uh, trailblazer list. I had, a lot of people haven't heard about it. I had heard about it before because TikTok has a program for Black creators in general, and uh-huh. they, they do it every year. I was going to um, say, I remember them doing something last year, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to, I didn't 
nobody ever like I didn't have a, a, a cool conversation like this to have with somebody to like really learn about it. Of course, <laughs> and just knows yeah. on a banner. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's awesome. I mean, They're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um, yeah, they don't really like. I guess they don't really try to push it too much, but they reached out to me. I was so like, it's like what? They reached out to me and they they just they were like a bunch of people have been uh, have like brought to our attention that your account is like one worth noting. So I had to apply for it. Um, and I sent in all my information and then, yeah, I got the email that they, that they wanted me to be a part of it. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's 12 of us. I've gotten to meet some, uh, great creators, some that I already knew about some that I, um, recently discovered because of it. And uh, yeah, it's just been a cool thing to be a part of. And can you tell me a little bit more, like what, what, like what does it entail to be part of the TikTok Trailblazers? Um, they have us. What have we done? We've done so much. Um, how do we start? We had. Uh, they have us make a lot of content for um, their socials. Uh-huh. Um. They, they. That's pretty much for the most part what we've been, uh, we've what we've been doing. We've been making content for like the, the TikTok Instagram account, and they had. Um, I know for one for the introduction video we did, they had that um, as a banner ad on TikTok. So when you first open the app, um, you've seen like all of our faces in this one video. It's really cool. That is awesome. Yeah, that probably that drew even more people to you, right? That's I, yeah. I the um I commented on the video, and a lot of my followers had um seen the comment and engaged with it. I, yeah, it was pretty cool. That wow. was that was that was really cool for me because those banner ads they they they're pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so, so I. I, I was honored to be a part of that. Yeah, people were like adding me in it. Oh, look, look. I'm like, guys, I know. <laughs> that is so cool. And with with yeah. that, like, are you collaborating directly with the other people that are involved, or do you guys, or they'll send the video out and, or send a prompt out and say, okay, and then Mega, you're gonna do. I want we want you to try to do this, and so and so is gonna do this. Yeah, they'll send prompts out. So okay. yeah, they've had us, they had us do a whole bunch of them. They had us do one where uh, like we had to write a love letter to another black creator that like to highlight. And they had us do one where like they had us one, uh, do one. Uh, it was like, you had to like do an intro. Like you were in a, uh, a black sitcom, like theme song. I was, what am I trying to say? Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you had to like come out of the door and act like you were like in the sh- in a show, like in a cool. TV show or something. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you get nice. to come up with your own content? They just say, okay, what you're gonna do is you're gonna open the door, and now you're on the sitcom. Go. Yeah, for, yeah, for the most part, yeah, they'll give us prompts and things to do. Mm-hmm. Was I've that fun to try to do? I mean, I. That might, I, especially if you weren't like an improv, like a 
you know, improv comedian or improv person. I'm, was that hard? I mean, you're coming off as like a, you, you're like, I do songs and I write songs. And then they're like, here's this I mean, problem yeah, that has nothing to do with music. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty creative. I love, I love challenging myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it's fun. That's cool. Fun. Is it going to go through the end of the month or how are they going to, are they going to carry it on or how does this work? It, uh, it ends uh, when Black History Month is over. Okay. But, wow. What an honor to be a part of that. Yeah, they have us on a billboard in downtown LA. Wow. Yeah. I need to get is- a picture on it. Oh, I was going to say, you had a chance to see it. Well, you're, you yeah, you're in New York. Though. Oh yeah, I'm in New York. But they didn't put it in New York? That's no, no, not- no, 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 no. No, okay, but still, LA. I mean, that's huge. That's so crazy. Yeah. You're on a billboard. Yeah, I wanted to go see it, but I didn't get a chance to. But still, <laughs> I mean, you were you were on it. I mean, that's yeah. pretty. You, I mean, what a huge accomplishment. Amazing. Yeah, I can't believe it. That's so amazing. And they need to. <laughs> well, the one thing that, <laughs> when they next respond to you, you should need you need to say, unless I've. Been, unless I'm mistaken, your your account isn't verified on TikTok. No, it is not. It is not. Verified. So why, who do we have to call right now and figure this out? <laughs> I have been talking. Um, I brought it up. I've been talking to uh, my contacts, like the people who I've been involved with the Trailblazer program to uh-huh. get that thing and make that happen. It needs to happen. It's. I mean, how many more million followers do you need for them to verify your account? Mm, yeah, true. True. <laughs> My followers are asking all the time what's going on. But if you make, I think if you make noise on there, then you yeah. they'll do it. Because uh, it's I interviewed a guy um, uh, uh, like last year, and he didn't have a verified account, and he he does he's a voice he's a singer, but he also does voiceovers on like a really popular animated television show. And he was going off about how he's not verified on Instagram and then was like yeah. posting about how he's not verified. Literally like a week later, he, he posts, oh, got yeah. verified on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so I there's a way. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you don't want to poke the bear. They might just be like, oh, we're not going to put your stuff on the board page anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I've, I've been trying to make it happen like, I've been trying to not have to do that. Right. 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 Well, I, I know it'll happen. It'll obviously yeah. happen. Yeah, of course. Eventually. That's so cool though. Done. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mega, you are awesome. I really appreciate your time. This has been so awesome. Thank uh, I can't you. Wait yeah. to hear the new music. I'm so happy for you and and to be part of that uh TikTok Trailblazers to have a billboard in downtown LA. Like those are such massive accomplishments to have, especially within a, such a short period of time. That's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I have one more question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Uh, for aspiring artists, as far as like in general or like promoting on TikTok? However you want to, promoting on TikTok since you do a very good job at that. Um, well, I would say uh, consistency is very important when it comes uh, to promoting in general, you have to keep like, there was like a study that people that uh, came out that said like, it takes people like seeing your face seven times 
on on social media to, to for it to click what's going on. I would say consistency is a big thing. Just make sure people are seeing you. Um, I would also say make sure that you're putting out stuff that you want to and not that people uh, want to see from you. I struggled with that a lot for a while. I would just um, make content that didn't really speak to me, but I know what uh, performed well on my account and I had to stop doing that because I had gotten unhappy from it. 